Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai here. Um, I'm a film critic for Film Companion. I have with me um, <clears throat> my friend and uh, the wire film critic Tanul Thakur. Uh, it's been a while again since both of us have been alone doing a podcast and uh, it's only fitting that we sort of, uh, uh, you know, return with a film that stars uh, Alia Bhatt, who is uh, not surprising. <laughs> Quite visibly, both of our favorite actresses in uh, mainstream Hindi cinema. Currently, we'll come to that uh, soon. Uh, the film we are discussing today is obviously Sanjay Leela Bansali's uh, latest film, Gangu by Katewadi. Uh, it's playing in theaters right now. It released last week. Um, so, we are here to discuss the full film. So, if you're worried about spoilers, do stop listening right now. Uh, though it's more of a biopic, so I don't know how there can be spoilers in this. Uh, just a few lines about uh, the film before we proceed. Um, as I said, Gangubai uh, Katewadi stars Alia Bhatt uh, in the titular role uh, about um, uh, a sex worker in Mumbai's Kamatipura red light district in the 1950s and 60s uh, who turns into a social worker as the narrative goes on. Uh, she um, It's loosely based on uh, a true story of uh, a woman called Gangubai Hadjivandas and uh, whose life was documented in the <coughs> Queens of Mumbai by Hussein Zaidi, who's a well-known author. Um, and uh, the film more or less sort of just depicts her rise um, through the decade. Um, this is... Um, it 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 was it is uh, one of the biggest theatrical releases in the last few months, especially after the third wave. Uh, and uh, um, all of us watched it in theaters, and uh, we I, it's been very interesting to see the reactions in the last three or four days, especially the reviews, uh, because you know as is expected, uh, Bansali film is an event on its own. So uh, uh, so you know it, it's sort of difficult to rationalize the whole experience after a while. I did watch it for, for once. Tanul's review came out much before. <laughs> I watched it on a Friday morning. I was uh, I was uh, not in Bombay, so I could not catch the pressure. Uh, I watched it on a Friday morning, hurried through, did that typical rushed review thing on Friday, which I am not a big fan of. But uh, uh, yeah, but this is one of those rare occasions. And Tanul, uh, why don't you take it from here? Tell me uh, first of all about um, if you about your expectations from the film if you've read the book at all if you were aware of it and uh, and your experience of watching the film yeah <clears throat> so i mean first of all a comment must be made on me quote unquote beating you and other i actually didn't know about it it's something that i mean isha yeah. like whatever a common friend told me a few days ago uh, essentially what I do is, and this is something I wanted to tell you and when I met you guys in person a few months ago, the yeah. off late, what I started to do is because I get so, I mean, uh, uh, anxious that, uh, that I don't want to know anything about the film and all of that. And since we are all connected on Twitter and all of that, it has often, often so happened that say before a big film and all of that, I think it especially happened after Sadar Udham when I saw this review and I knew exactly what he felt about it, which I did not want to obviously. Yeah. So at times I mute both you and Uday on a Thursday evening, <laughs> so that I, <laughs> because I obviously I go on Twitter and I follow you and all of that, and there have been times when I've forgotten to unmute you guys 
and it's been like a few days or a week and i'm like why do i not see these guys on my timeline and then suddenly something or the other happens that i'll go to your timeline you know something and i'll be like oh shit <laughs> this person is muted anyway this time i didn't do that uh, uh so i didn't actually uh, no but i i i i i didn't know that my review had come before you i i did know that uday was going to watch uh, the morning show which gave me a lot of pleasure because uh, i was just not under any pressure i i'd seen the filler press show but i i i wrote the whole thing in the morning but i was just a bit chill so yeah this was this was good i don't know nobody needed to know this but uh, anyway coming to the <coughs> coming to the things that you asked and 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 just like gently ushering in in the film so uh, i did not know about the book actually and uh, which is very weird because if there is a movie uh, about a uh, quote unquote a cd or let's like say an unknown underbelly uh, which has elements of crime and all of that of course it has to be a book by hussein zaidi yeah. i i <laughs> it's just a given i just didn't know about it that uh, and especially that chapter was written uh, in collaboration with i think jane borges uh, i i was very surprised i actually i should have read the book because it just sounds very interesting like series of portraits of uh, different uh, uh, women who sort of like uh, were really pivotal in different capacities to the uh, to the underground uh, uh, like this very dangerous underground pop industry yeah so i didn't know about it and uh, it's very weird so you know since last year i mean quote and quote discourse with a capital d has had already begun on gangubai as you would know obviously and there was just so much opining left right and center wherein like the film was bashed already from whatever little that i skimmed through and i i don't know i i was just like okay it may be one of those things i wasn't very sure about alias casting although i had not seen the trailer and everything so i had a very mixed sort of an opinion perhaps not a favorable opinion i'll be very honest because Bansali's mm-hmm. last film really pissed me off. I mean, it pissed you off as well, and and many many others. It was just um, a massive disappointment after Bajira. So I was not. I'll be. Uh, I'll be lying if I say that I I was looking forward to it. I actually wasn't. I mean, uh, in fact, Gehraiya was at least something that I thought that could be interesting and all that, and it didn't disappoint on that count. But this film, although I mean, as much as I obviously like Alia, I I don't know. Then I saw the trailer actually. Like I think. Uh, and over the last one that i went to saw in the theater uh, mm. and so they had like an accompanying trailer of gangubai i was quite yeah. taken aback i was quite uh, i mean not taken aback i was quite taken by surprise and uh, i thought huh, this is obviously it works but it also doesn't work and one the thing that really caught my attention was the production design that the whole thing is shot on a set and all those things and i mm. uh, i obviously thought alia was very striking in the trailer and mm. i had more of a favorable impression of the trailer than uh than a non favorable unfavorable uh, impression so i thought huh this looks quite this looks interesting at least at a very surface level so i so i went into the theater yeah but being very prepared to be almost thoroughly disappointed thinking that ki maybe alia would be good i mean maybe ki i mean alia is good it is it's not in her hand to be not good or bad it's just like so uh but i was quite surprised i must say and uh, and uh, yeah so i mean that was that was my overarching uh, uh, initial impression uh anything else that i missed that you asked no not really i mean i was just huh. looking for a sort of an in into a- the entry film. point yeah, entry <laughs> into our discussion because uh, I-, i hope you unmuted me by now though it's a nice <laughs> me you yeah. don't my twitter 
no 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 i did not i told you na i i did not unmute you this time but yeah. uh, but for some reason i did not uh, pay attention that i'd beaten you and uday i mean uday i knew i i did not know that i'd beaten you I, otherwise i would have tagged you in my review to say that but, like you know it's so, funny because you you sort of uh, uh, felt better when you found out uday is reviewing in the morning and uday huh. felt better when he found out i was reviewing <laughs> It was a weird cycle because Uday was like, you know, I hate this, I hate this, and then when he, when I messaged him saying it in the morning, he's like, yeah, it's all cool now, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a strange experience. I honestly, I would have not, I would have preferred not, you know, watching it on a Friday morning, mm-hmm. especially given the scale of the film, given that one big film releases in six months and you know in mainstream yeah. cinema these days. So you really want to put your all into. you know the reviews of these films no matter how good or bad they are so um, so yeah it it was a fairly it was a blur uh, my friday so i, I can't really um, i couldn't really like i the one thing i did uh, do was actually watch it in a different city which is amdabad which is my hometown and uh, I, i i took my father to watch the film with me it was her, his first cinema experience since 2019 since before the pandemic oh, and he used nice. to go every few weeks to watch all the big films and he is also a big uh, alia bhat fan and uh, nice. so you know so both of us went to watch it uh, on the first show in the morning which was 9 o'clock and uh, uh, you know interestingly enough both of us did not say a word to each other during the film though he does mm. have a tendency to ask questions what is happening you know uh, and he likes to know uh, uh, he sort of get he tends to get confused sometimes with the premises of other films and he calls me midway through a film to ask me but this time, <laughs> weirdly enough I, i'm not sure what it says about the film itself or about bansali's oeuvre but uh, it is it it was fairly fascinating that throughout the two and a half hour film and three hours in total with the interval and all uh, i don't think we said a word to each other and our, our focus was squarely on the screen not you know whether it was her performance whether it was the film itself we'll we'll find out later but it was uh, a very interesting and it was a nice little comforting experience because i uh, because we haven't seen films in theaters for so long that you know we don't really realize it and and my father is a very restless movie goer he tends to want to you know go somewhere in the interval go for a smoke come back and uh, but you know i saw him i was very happy to see him totally engrossed in the film and that was something that even i went through i was very engrossed in what i was watching while it was going on like gango bai katewadi like i was absolutely enthralled by the first half uh the second half didn't work for me i'll come to you, i'll come to that later but but you know but the thing is while it was happening i was just uh, very interested in knowing how alia bhat will pull off the next scene or how such so how she's given so many big moments in one single film uh, which you know a lot of actresses don't get throughout their whole career i i can only count vidya balan who has these you know hero like moments Uh, uh scattered across a film and alia but and and the way sanjay the, the way bansali sort of designed his entire film around giving her these moments i thought was very very interesting and it did keep me very engrossed through the film of course when i came out i you know once i once you have to reflect on whether you like the film or not because you have to write a review i realized that there were some uh, there were some major bansaliesk problems i had yeah uh, with the film which which you know we will come to also but yeah i, I was um, that, that's that's the one thing about bansali's film i remember even padmavat as much as i dislike 
uh, while the film was going on, you know, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. And of course, when I came out and the hot air hit me, I was like, oh, okay, what did I just watch? Uh, so it happens quite often with his films. I didn't even like Bajirao so much, as much as you guys did. I'm I'm pretty sure. And it's been a while since I've really gone all in with the Bansali film. And given that he does, uh, uh, does you know, thrive on making these immersive experiences and, you know, so immaculately sort of crafted and detailed and scaled, uh, uh, it's sort of weird that his is the one kind of filmography I forget as soon as I not forget but i i get sort of underwhelmed by as soon as i exit the theater which is which is weird i've never figured out really why and i i was wondering about it even while writing the review uh, but yeah let's get to what you thought about the film overall because i read your review i really liked it and i think your you. and i think your uh, feelings more or less were reflective of mine too but uh, <laughs> yeah. feel free to get into some detail here. yes 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 i'll i'll, I'll come to uh, uh... The, the reflective feelings or the similarity of feelings in, in quite a bit because that stuff is really striking. I, I, I really want to dwell on that. But 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 before that, you know, it's just so amazing, almost, I mean, incredible that I had the same viewing experience as you did with your father. Uh, I mean, I did not obviously go to watch the film with my, uh, with my father, but I watched it with a, a, a mutual friend of ours, Tatsam. And so uh, we were like uh, in a press show in CP and all of that. And as you know, right, like when I was in Bombay, uh, when we would watch films together, like a good film would just make us shut up because that's what the whole point is. And I mean, you are there for work and all of that. Kapoor and Sans, many, many films. But there are also films when you just get so obviously exasperated that you can't help, you know, vocalize your frustration. Again, Rapta comes to my mind. Many films actually where we have almost written our reviews while the film is going on and it's just i mean one of the biggest examples is 83 yeah, i mean where you that's when i we just had it <clears throat> and uh, i mean someone can say that no that's not an ideal situation you guys are being unfair and all of that and i hear those complaints but i mean boss at the end of the day you are also a person and if a film is just not giving you anything and yeah. so 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 you have a bit of a, a jugalbandi in the audience itself but this time both he and I, we were very quiet and uh, we hardly, uh, you know, exchanged anything during the film and all of that. And as as, as is often the case, I remember watching uh, uh, this thing, Talaibi with him. And <laughs> we were just sort of cracking jokes and, you yeah. know, it's, 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 I mean, a film demands its own commentary within the cinema hall as well. So it, 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 it's actually quite incredible that... Uh, so you and uncle also had a, a similar experience and I can completely understand why. I can also completely understand being absolutely bewitched by the first half. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can also understand a lot of disappointments that come in the second half, which kind of also makes you reflect on some of the disappointments in the first half, which were mm-hmm. absolutely like rolled under the carpet because of a really masterful Alia and like a very masterful Bhansali and his entire crew. Uh, now coming back to the review and the similarity and my feelings, I'll 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 tackle all of them one one by one. Yeah. I just at the cost of <coughs> sounding really self-absorbed on 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 the on on behalf of both of us, I'll read two lines from uh uh one from your review and one from mine, and I will not say uh, hmm. who has written what to just really underscore uh the similarity of. I mean, thought and, and also at, at some level language. Mm. Uh, one review. I wasn't too convinced by Bhatt casting when I first heard of the film, but everything that I thought would go against her, uh, tender, her tender face, her petite frame, her gentle demeanor, 
works in the film's favor. That's one excerpt. The second excerpt is, but everything that was supposed to be a fatal flaw, young face, diminutive frame, urban gait, becomes a triumph in Gangubai's performative armor. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's really incredible. I mean, for the, those interested, the first is me, second is Rahul. Uh, I mean, that is creepy. It, yeah, it's creepy. And it's, I mean, I just hope, I, I mean, I, I just feel thankful that nobody has flagged us for plagiarism or like, you know, just... It's right down to the three descriptors within the M dash to the way the sentence, the thought starts and ends. Oh my God. And and, and there are other examples as well, obviously. But I I, I, I just thought uh, this was really striking. Anyways. Yeah, a good time for your review to be coming out before mine. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, uh, so, yes. So, coming to the film now, to the nuts and bolts of it. It's, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I I went into like these very fuzzy expectations as I sort of touched upon in the uh, initial part of the podcast. So, but the film just drew me in very quickly. It yeah. was just, uh, and, and something that you mentioned in the review very specifically as well. I don't think I mentioned it specifically, but I thought it was implicit or I, I don't really remember my review, but the flow, the flow of the first half is actually superb. That's yeah. not the kind of stuff that you see in Bansali. So, in fact, a Bansali film that I liked or close to like, you know, I mean, uh, which is Baji Rao, uh, was a film that uh, spawned uh, a totally inverse reaction from me with respect to Gangubai. So, in Baji Rao, I thought the first half was typical Bansali in the sense that works, doesn't work, goes somewhere, loses its way, fumbles, gets up does some dialogue buzzy and, and, and there's some intense stunning set pieces as well but it's really not tying in together uh, very much reminiscent of Golioki Leela Ram mm. whatever I, I don't even know the film whatever yeah. Ram Leela movie uh, in which it started off well but then kind of like kind of lost its way and, and, and then really like went sort of neither here nor there uh, towards the end uh, in Bajira as I said but like in the last 30 minutes something happens to the film and obviously it's Ranveer Singh's absolutely electrifying performance, I thought, uh, which just really complemented Bhansali's energies, madness and, and, and all of his splendor, so to speak, uh, which kind of really surprised me and gladdened me. Even though, even though, I mean, years later also, I'll say that like, it's a film that just falls short of being good, but on a middling to good scale, it definitely, it, it's, it's very close to good. Uh, but but that's it, yeah. Like I mean, Bansali is not somebody I I hold in high esteem uh, cumulatively because obviously a film is not just. I mean, Bansali is the opposite of many Bollywood filmmakers now. Where like yeah. we say that a film is not just a screenplay, a film is not just a story. you can literally read short stories or novels and all of that. Film is a visual medium and stuff like that. And, and obviously that's there. But sometimes Bhansali really takes it to the other extreme. Wherein like his films at times are just about uh, stunning set pieces yeah. and all of that. And you don't see that thoroughness in writing, in conception, in 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 internalizing this world. And so it's a very weird mishmash. I don't even remember what was the last Bhansali film that I properly liked. I mean, Devdas, due to my weird Shahrukh Khan hated in the childhood, I'm not counting. <laughs> but Hamdil Dej, okay, I really liked and stuff like that. So it's very like, I'm not a, like, I, yeah, I'm, I have a very 
very conflicted relationship with bhansali's films i think that's how you start the film your review as well or something like that right so uh, it's a, it's a very it's a very strange feeling and and that flow that lack of flow which is so important and it almost feels like a given but it's so tough to uh, uh, attain even while writing a review even while writing a 600 word op-ed uh, but yes. in this case uh, the first half was just absolutely i mean stunning and and we'll come to alia's performance in a bit uh but uh, but the sense uh, but the sense of being absolutely being riveted by the movie at least in the first half and all of that it just i even really like the set design i really even like the fact that it was shot on a set although i mean maybe whatever like my precious theories and all of that i'm sure perhaps that was not the intention but jo bhi hai i mean that's a separate thing but uh, but it was just i i found it difficult to look away you know it just it it really i was in it and 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 that's not the kind of feeling that i have gotten from hindi films in a really long time even in films that i that, that i like like say even gehrai was first of i very much like and obviously i mean a different uh, a, a different film uh, 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 elicits different kind of uh, emotion and all of that obviously so it's not like comparing one film against the other but it's just a generic broad statement about uh, of one's engagement with with things on the little big screen which also hasn't happened uh, so often even in the last six months so so that's where I, i i would like to conclude at least this answer that you know it was just it just felt so nice i mean it felt like though one of those 90s or like those early or late 2000s movie watching experience where you're not a critic as mm-hmm. such where you're not you're just an audience member and and, and you are just in it and you want the film to succeed you are rooting for the film and uh, i thought that was that was very impressive very impressive and that's one of the uh, uh, very meaningful lasting impressions that i have from the viewing experience of kangubai yeah so that that's the funny part uh, like in in my experience too like uh, in the interval when the lights came on my father actually turned to me and was like uh, you know you weren't taking notes or anything and then i remembered <laughs> that i totally forgot like i did not take yeah. like for me as you said you know it was one of those 90s big screen experiences where we were just watching it as sort of non critics though though you know i i mean i that theory about how critics watch films differently is uh, to be debated about separately but you know it, it, that's the whole thing like it just brought back a, a very pure form of watching a mainstream hindi movie that feels larger than life but at the same time it's a very uh, sort of beguiling mix of fantasy and realism and, the, and that first half really hit home in terms of you know the narrative sort of fusing with the visual language of the film with the performance with the with the writing too which bansali is not really known for or none of his films are really known for the, the writing feels incidental to most of his films first the visuals yeah. come it almost feels like first he thinks of the visuals uh, or he creates he creates the world in his head and then the writing is an embellishment almost here it felt like there was thought into the narrative into how it starts in a present day sort of scenario and then alia sort of meets uh, the, uh, alia sort of meets this young girl who is who is new to the uh, to the trade and tells her her own story of how she also went through the same thing when she was young and then it comes back very seamlessly into the present day and how she's actually fighting the elections and how it you know she's sort of it's a political move as well as a humanitarian move so that whole establishment of character the people that 
appear in the first half you know beat uh, seema pawa as the brother madam who uh, who sort of tricked alia into the trade or as uh, or even you know her that this young the the young guy who you know falls in love with her the the muslim man uh, uh, in her locality who falls in love with her afsan um, i thought like their scenes together were phenomenal like they just there were of course there were two songs and they, you know a big you and cry was made about uh, uh, already the youtube songs had already dropped so people were already praising or, or you know waxing eloquent about that song in the car Uh, uh, about no how the entire thing is shot in a single sort of take and no words are said and an entire gamut of emotions passed by between these two people but it's just in terms of where the narrative is in terms of how the film is shot and constructed i felt like that little uh, small little love story starting on the side which you know is doomed which you know nothing will come off if you've seen enough sex workers in bansali films before that you know his sentimentality towards that particular uh towards that particular sort of uh, uh facet in in mumbai or in his in the worlds that he creates in his films so you know that you know uh, uh, they are uh, you know her agency is sort of limited to her profession and to her sort of uh, a way that she wants to take it forward uh, in terms of politics and in terms of what she is fighting for so you know that that little love story that's happening on the side is not going to really um, nothing's going to be realized but i loved the moments constructed in that uh, first half like it really did feel like uh, that that flow that you mentioned it really did feel like that and you know i only noticed it later that at least a couple of years like a good 11 or 12 years had passed in the first half and you didn't really feel it you can't you know even uday wrote in his review that you can't really tell the toll on her face uh, of you know being in the trade of sort of uh, struggling in it but at the same time you know alias performance is such that it, it really doesn't it, it it really doesn't matter if if the if we can't tell the time or if we can't tell where she is in where gangubai is in the particular part of her life so it, that's how the first half sort of and i love that they introduced an antagonist also towards the end vijayraj's uh, uh, the trans woman that he plays uh, uh, towards the end of the first half uh, you know i loved the setup and it, it really sort of took me it really raised my as you said i didn't enter the film with expectations either uh, i was actually i had watched the trailer so i was fairly disappointed by it because it felt like a misfit like even you wrote uh, the casting and you know the sets and all looked like it stood out a little in in a wrong way but then when i started watching the film of course it was immersive and then my expectations were raised because you've set up the first half you have introduced a lot of very very almost permanent characters in gangubai's story and they all disappear towards the end of the towards the beginning of the second half and it becomes this biopic that i did not see it for in the first half like you know that it it hit all the beats of that very conventional bollywood biopic where one speech follows another or when one sort of achievement follows another and it just felt too designed in the second half and that's why it raised my expectations and that's why i got disappointed in the second half uh, you know if if the film had just started on the same note and you know uh, given that we entered the theater in with no expectations then it may not have i may not have come out of the theater feeling feeling a little underwhelmed uh, after thinking about it so you know that's how 
that that contrast between the first half and the second half and i hate writing it in reviews you know it's a very lazy thing to do that saying oh it's a tale of two halves or the first half is good the second half is bad first of all films are not really looked at in halves only in india yeah. are they constructed in halves thanks to you know commercial sort of uh, limitations and liabilities so uh, it's just that here you can here you can actually feel the turning point that bansali has constructed it in two halves not three acts as such as much as two halves and and that's that's why it is i it is so easy to notice that transformation and that almost becomes a different film in the second half all the characters all the people all the world building that had been so painstakingly constructed in the first half sort of almost gives way into the story of gangobai as may have as we may have read in the chapters of that book and you know it it just felt like they, he was he started looking at her as a historical figure rather than an actual person which we saw in the first half yeah absolutely and <clears throat> your last part of your answer reminds me to ask you this have you read that chapter in the in husain zaidi's book no no i haven't read it okay okay so yeah i mean absolutely yeah like so it's interesting because i did not think of it as the first half or the second half problem which it obviously is uh because for some reason everything in this film is maybe because the interval was short and because i really like the first half a lot i think the interval was short in my uh, press show i think it was just 5 minutes or 6 minutes or something and uh, <clears throat> the entire thing is like one piece in my head uh but yeah i mean even if i uh, look at my review and try to pinpoint things that i think in the last two paragraphs i think i've mentioned things that mm. didn't work for me i think most of them would belong to uh the second half and yeah i absolutely uh, <clears throat> agree that i mean it's uh, it almost feels like a crutch in 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 film criticism where you are just saying that like oh the curse of the second half and yeah. stuff like that no matter how true that is and no matter how frequent that is it almost is a cliched expression but but yeah i mean in this case it's and it's also like funny i didn't even think of it as a biopic also it, yeah. it was something i mean it's, it's obviously it is that or you know uh, whatever it's very close to being a one uh, if not it is very obviously one uh, because I, it was just very strange that i did not think of this film as anything actually i thought of this film as one scene then the next scene yeah. one scene then the next scene it's such a terrific uh terrifically executed on a scene by scene level uh, mm. at least till well the first half or uh, slightly uh, like at least the initial part of the second half as well that mm. that that's why weird that uh, and especially alias performances is just so absolutely spellbinding that uh, that all these labels sort of like which are not bad obviously inherently but but they sort of just uh, fell uh, to the wayside for me uh but uh, but yeah i mean <clears throat> after a point the film is just i mean it's not embarrassingly or infuriatingly bad and all of that but i mean uh just circling back to the point that you mentioned that since it builds immense expectations since it builds i mean you know it's it's always always going towards uh, uh something somewhere uh something significant uh, at at different levels we obviously expect uh, uh something from the film uh and and what you don't expect is what we get in gangubai actually uh which is i mean these litany of screenwriting uh, uh, uh sloppiness and mm. uh, and and this absolute and that's where i mean it was really disappointing for me because 
Bhansali had gotten so many things right. But then when you see these very basic mistakes and maybe it was just too small a mistake to mention in a review or something, but I always make a point to really mention because it just shows how little these people not just know about the world, uh, mm-hmm. but how little do they even care to step out of their cocoons. I mean, Bhansali is a guy who's not just been in the industry for 25 years, making films and all of that. And, and, and film industry is really connected to, I mean, uh, uh, the journalism industry, so to speak. And so, so it's not as if like, you know, he just doesn't know about that word. Not that that is an excuse. The, the most that you can, the, the least that one can do is just call up a journalist and be like, boss, how do you guys work? Like, it's literally 10 seconds, a 10-minute conversation, uh, you know, just to begin uh, to, to to not commit such mistakes. I mean, Jins are asking three questions to Gangubai and just writing a magazine cover story. Sure, I mean, there could be this thing that they could have met sometime later or whatever, but none of that is evident. It, it, it just is that scene and cut to the next where, you know, you have like a a, a, a cover story there and it just feels very, I mean... And obviously, it may just sound like a trivial example, but I mean, I just use this example to illustrate this absolute indifference towards how world works. You know, it just uh, it can't be. I mean, uh, a good piece of filmmaking has to. You know, it almost just feels that Bhansali thinks at times, not at times. I think many times that you know, acha, these things though are for lesser mortals and all. I mean, no boss. I mean, <laughs> unless you're just making an out and out fantasy. Uh, and you really make it well, obviously that is okay. Uh, but you obviously don't do that because that is where the stuff is. That is where meaningful cinema uh, with capital M comes into play and all of that. And you want to do that. So you're doing that. And you've gotten so many other things right. And you've been immensely helped by Alia. But obviously, so when you have all these things going in your favor, I mean, again, that thing that we wrote, right? Like <laughs> we wrote, it just takes one scene. You know, so, so 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 I spoke about like some of the sloppiness that I didn't quite mind in the first half. Uh, but all those things were there. Like the entire arc with Raheem Lala. One uh, conversation gets done. Uh, the police bribery scene. One yeah. conversation gets done. All these things are in the first half. Uh, bunch of other things there. Like it was just, it kind of reminded me of one of those stupid Sunny Doll movies of the late 90s. Mm. Where, you know, he would be a cop or one of those vigilante justice dispensing kind of figure. Where uh, I think Indian is one movie that is coming to my mind. I don't know how many podcast listeners are even aware whether such a movie <laughs> exists. I think it's called Indian. Yeah, anyway, so, so like no matter what the problem is, the, the fellow would just stand up and like would just give a sermon and everything would like, you know, uh, this um, would sort itself out. And I remember watching it as, as a preteen uh, and thinking that, yeah, it's fun, but... Uh, but I was okay with it and I really liked the film and all of that. But obviously when you grow up, you're like, boss, it can't happen. The same thing happens here. And it happens in like, <laughs> it's almost like a frequent occurrence that, you know, uh, he's he almost looks, as I said, disinterested in, in even, uh, you know, fleshing out basic transitions. You can't do that. And you yeah. can't, I mean, it's such a big disservice to him. And, you know, he, uh, so his Padmavad came out in early 2018. Uh, it was a film that was slated to come out like, you know, uh, much earlier, like say 2000, early 17 or summer of 17 and all of that. So, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying all these things to just give a fair indication of the time he's had with this material. 
especially given all the lockdown and whatever i don't re- really know when they began to shoot it and all of that but at least he had a good two years three years to like just sit with the material if not more i think they started shooting it in late 19 or something or whatever you know so so, so I, it it feels a hurried film in many respects when it has no reason to feel hurried and when it gets cutted for just such basicness for the lack of a better word i thought that was that yeah. was very i mean the the whole liquor uh, the illicit liquor business i think that also happened in the first half if i'm not wrong mm. uh, you know it just like you can't do this yeah that like you know he says no whatever will be make our woman sell alcohol and he goes off then he's interrupted by the speech this very rousing speech which is not yeah. even very rousing or not really very well done by alia i think it's one of the uh, rare uh, misfire it's not a misfire but i think even she would have thought ki bhai kuch to hai nahi it's just i have to give like you know give a lecture so poor thing can only do as much but it is looks very unconvincing and you're like yeah no this is not how this works it's like the nehru thing that you very rightfully mentioned in the in your piece it's just it just feels like you know it's okay this is the moment now go shine sure yeah. it's it's not inherently such a bad thing in itself i mean masala filmmaking is all about that but come on you at least need to show some pretense of effort which really was lacking and you kind of think that this this film is almost made by uh, these two very different individuals yeah which is i mean a very recurring thing in bansali so obviously he doesn't care and obviously i mean many people don't care i mean uh, this is i mean we are living in a in a culture where uh shit films such as 83 or atrangire or this guy madhuri dikshit whatever snooze fest same game yeah. gets good reviews to yeah. khair i mean that is the level of discourse that we are talking uh, about among uh, hindi film critics let me be very specific here uh so i mean sure maybe it doesn't matter but i for one was very disappointed because i thought ki boss ye to bahut is very sim- fairly simple or relatively simple Yeah I'm I'm very glad you mentioned that Jim Sir Brawl also you know like I didn't like him at all yeah. dude I so, 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 sorry I'm interrupting you yeah. he's also this very schizophrenic uh, actor man yeah, I mean yeah. it's just I was just going to say he reminded me he reminds me of Richa Chadda but a male version <laughs> that's interesting I think you've seen more uh, Richa Chadda stuff of late that I have actually including I think some of the web stuff uh, hmm. so I, 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 I can't obviously formally or technically agree on it but I, I, I definitely hear you I get the same impression as yeah. well uh, and uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just wrap it up in a minute I actually wanted to mention it in my review in Rocket Boys he was just stunning I thought yeah. uh, but uh, you know it's just it's one hit and one miss made in heaven great rapta awful i mean you can't be very good and awful if in a span of like say 6 months i don't know what happens to him it's yeah. just it he flummoxes me fundamentally anyway sorry continue yeah, exactly he's such a hit or miss actor right like there's no in between oh. you know he's going yeah. to either, <laughs> he's either going to bomb or he's going to like rocket boys you know make it something else altogether which is weird because you know he's a theater yeah. actor so you you think consistency would be his strength but uh but but yeah again jim sir been this film uh of course you know he thought he could maybe sleep walk through it because you know he was fairly recognized in padmavat you know as anvir uh, mm. singh's uh, uh, sort of almost home erotic assistant there so it's just that in this film he you could almost feel like he's reading off a teleprompter right that is a performance <laughs> performance problem but as you said you know the small little touches like the way 
the kind of journalist he is okay he's sure he's writing for newspaper and he tells her okay now you're a global icon so that's the film's license to basically zoom out and now then become just a collection uh, uh, an assembly of events in her life basically and very conveniently editing out all the bleaker portions of it so uh, of course if we are to believe that his one article does something like that or his one feature does something his one photo that he takes does something like that there is never any sort of gravity to the way he does it or the way it's designed and that is the yeah. problem with pansali films as you rightly mentioned also right like it's not it's that the mic there's so much precision in the micro sort of at a micro level view like every scene is so painfully painstakingly constructed so elaborately designed all the scenes like whether visually or in terms of you know how the performance will go or how so as you said you know that strength that that one scene from another which felt in the first half was flowing in the second half it it actually you can sense that it's just a very disparate collection of moments so at a micro level he put so much effort i don't know how at a macro level he just loses interest like it just it's one of those things where he's like okay i think it should be enough that alia is in the frame and <laughs> the frame is pretty and beautifully designed uh, and that the cinematography is great and it doesn't matter what happens after the frame or before the frame as long as this one looks good and that's such a fundamental flaw in filmmaking it's basically then you're sort of reducing filmmaking to a medium that is not storytelling then it is only sort of making uh, sort of just sort of trying to arrest the uh, attention of viewers through the craft and not really bothering to actually do justice to you know the human beings in a story or even if it's a fantasy story the themes in the story there's no such thing here right in the second half and the reason i guess we do so sound so disappointed and so scathing in the second half uh, about our sort of this thing uh, uh, with the second half is that uh, is, uh, you know as we said earlier everything is relative right like even in the same film even if it feels like it's made by two different people like say something like ekti dayan comes to mind where first half and second half are poles apart yeah. fan for that matter first yeah half, yeah fan so, fan is a great ha huh? yeah so you know these films um, of course you're going to come out with an overarching sense of disappointment because it's the second half that lets you down after raising your hope and you know it is uh, a little different from you know the first half being terrible and the second half being suddenly great like say even bajirao as you said was a fair example of that also so mm. it's one of those bansalias things which i don't think i'll ever come to terms to come uh, to terms with because uh, because you know it, it does feel like he is so secure in his uh, in his vision of what filmmaking should be and what masala storytelling should be in bollywood and he knows that critics are going to fall for it he knows that general audiences want to watch mm. a film after 2 years they've not experienced an Uh, an epic or uh, you know a magnum opus so uh, we should just give them a magnum opus forget what it's saying the way it's saying it it should matter so it's just it, it did feel like he you know just let go in the second half and even though there were a bunch of speeches by alia is absolutely riveting but you know it says something that you can actually separate the performance from the craft or from the filmmaking itself 
because i again there's another lazy critic trope i don't like sort of really following is that basically saying oh this performance rescued the film oh the, the film is bad but the performance is great i have never been able to sort of explicitly write that because i believe both are inextricably connected and uh, you know if a film is bad uh, the performance has something to do with it and vice versa so i just thought that this film in so many ways sort of just made me sort of go into like reach into all these lazy tropes of film criticism even though i don't like doing it because it just gave a lot of us who were fairly underwhelmed with part of the film no other alternative than to sort of just simplistically put and say that you know that this is what it is like it's probably alias uh, one of the better performances we've seen in hindi cinema recently but you know at the same time the film is sort of uh, it happens despite the film not you know with it so uh, that that's not a good thing if you're actually coming out saying these things about a film that means the film is making it easy for you to be lazy and that's i i don't think that's you know reflects well on the filmmaking on the craft and all the effort that they put in for two or three years or how however long it takes to make a film uh, as you said there was time this time but it did not show in the writing of course it shows for him i feel like right a lot of writing is the dialogue bazi it's it's the it's the jugal yeah. in the camera and the protagonist or the camera and you know a moment and and it's basically alia but just owning moment after moment and him and bansali then hoping that i hope the you know the audiences don't look through it absolutely and uh, it just uh, it almost kind of is reminiscent of you know <clears throat> uh, sachin in the 90s where the, the team <laughs> thinks that you know like uh, lv this one great flowing century and somehow the rest will manage how they will manage are they even capable to manage do they even care about managing this shit uh, nobody cares like on some day they manage somehow uh, then uh, it gets saved uh, on some day they don't and uh, you know that's very much like bansali's uh, filmography and in alia and and he's always had obviously like really good actors whether it's deepika whether it's ranveer whether it's ranveer and deepika uh you know uh, at least like in the last decade uh but i mean alia is clearly the sachin of 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 these people so i mean i remember uh and <clears throat> very interesting that he said about this lazy trope in film criticism was actually something i was literally about to say uh but now i'll say it with caution was that i actually thought it's one of those films where you know very simplistically as you said the performance kind of saves the film Yeah. Uh, or at least like you know it is uh, it is just so obviously holding it together i remember while watching that uh, that speech in that that maidan that she gives yeah. uh uh and by then the film had started to go way not hey why per se but like yeah just just started to meander and uh, i remember watching uh, that speech and i was just obviously very hooked and i thought that this is such a this is such an obvious moment that maybe it will not stay with us because it is meant to be such a chart buster moment that it's meant to be like you know i mean a couple of sixes in an over yeah. and yet i was very intrigued i was i was i mean with all my self awareness with all my film watching history uh, as is i'm sure with a lot of knowledge critics but also regular audience members and all of that i and i did something interesting and not interesting something that i don't usually do i saw the moment Uh, I mean, fifteen or twenty seconds later, when she started to speak, I, I just peeked at my phone. I saw the time, 
I just wanted to time the whole thing. I just wanted to get a sense of like how long does not just does the scene last, but it just uh, how long can Alia hold it all together? And it was a five minute long scene, man. It doesn't from to me at least it didn't feel like a five minute long scene. Sure, it's not a preternaturally long scene. It's not a fifteen minute. take or something but still i i i just was not, it's one of those things right like uh, it's um, even when there is uh, uh when she goes to that irani cafe i think after having won the election the kamatipura uh, a local election and she stands on the table and all of that it's again such a very city mar paisa vasool moment again nothing inherently wrong with it and it starts in a very regular note and uh, you know, alia is raising it and all of that but somewhere down the line say uh, 60 or 70% uh, down the line until then i was really liking this scene I mean, there's nothing uh, to not like it it's a very triumphant very uh, uh, very justifiably triumphant moment alia is going great guns it has these regular uh, rousing lines and all of that which is uh, which are all fine uh, but then around like i think another 70% mark she says something like uh she's talking to uh, the fellow sex workers and all of that and she talks about something uh, uh and she said something like khushbu felana that like you know you are we have one job or in uh, or in a sense a human being has one job to be the best they are and the way she says that and elaborates it oh my god i just i was blown away you know so it's this kind of magnetism that hmm. is just Uh, the alia carries just so much with her that even in a scene where you know that uh, that okay x y z will happen and they do happen but somewhere she manages to do something obviously it's really good writing in that moment as well obviously not discounting some very good dialogue including uh, this khushbu felana dialogue but just the way alia owns it you i mean suddenly the film becomes bigger you know she's tying in or you get the sense that she's tying in a lot of those themes uh, of the film uh, and she's even doing in bizarrely some screen writing herself not yeah. that maybe intended not even by her alia herself but it just so you know it's, it's not just really good acting which obviously it is but it is good acting informed by such stunning specificity Mm-hmm. by such stunning as we call like uh, for great cricketers right that this player has a great game awareness yeah. that ki ha now this person will take a single now this person will come down and payload for a six you know yeah. alia has that so mm-hmm. you know i mean uh, so when we say that like uh, again <laughs> a performance rescuing a film it mm-hmm. really uh, uh, takes in a totally different meaning in context to alia and the dubai i thought that was you i at least i can say for obviously myself i don't get to see such uh, sort of things uh, while watching or writing on a mainstream hindi film and uh, yeah it's yeah, yeah. that was right okay the <clears throat> and that's the thing like even i for better or worse i ended up writing exactly that that you know the reason yeah. film is still there and the reason the film stays with us while we are watching it is because of alia Uh, uh, it's because of her performance and you know in in very like in other words she turns so many false notes of the film into sort of falsettos because like as you said that uh, those those speeches that you mentioned whether in the irani cafe or at azad maidan it, it's beautiful that there is of course very rousing dialogue writing and dialogue delivery and these little quirks that she gets in while saying it 
and but then in the middle of these speeches she also gets distracted by other things in the environment which is great because she is yeah. actually taking the risk of sort of pulling us out of the moment and then sort of almost laughing at us for doing that and because she gets annoyed with the photographers at azad maidan she gets distracted by these uh, rival sort of voters in the irani cafe who are standing upstairs and this is and the call thing. operator the call operator while talking on the phone to her mother yeah. and these, these things are uh, i mean these things are not easy to do if you're making this kind of film yeah. or you're giving this kind of performance because most actresses most actors would just want to give those lines the absolute maximum they've got and without any distractions without any sort of uh to be in the zone and for alia the zone is basically also exiting the zone every now and then and just yeah. humanizing the moment at the same time which is bizarre because we aren't used to seeing mm-hmm. these these you know these ctmar performances do something like this also at the same time and i really love those little touches and i know even uh, even you notice them especially the azad maidan thing or something it's it just one of those uh, it, it's one of those very weirdly entrancing sort of uh, uh techniques that somehow clicked in in you know in 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 a film like this and even those tran- even those transitions that are so jarring because of like for example in the first half also it's just there's no writing right she just enters she is <laughs> bruised and she's battered and she wants to escape the brothel but she gets her first client she goes in she comes out and then comes out saying i'm that uh, you know uh, said said that i'm going to own uh, kamatipura one day so you know what changed in like yeah. one what happened what did he say of course we see the guy uh, you know sort of a regular later and what not and but there's no there's this is this happened behind closed doors how are we supposed to believe that this one 15 year old 16 year old girl who spent most of her life in a conservative gujarati neighborhood like far away uh, suddenly decided to aspire to become this you know this the mumbai's most famous sex worker like that's the thing like these are such such glaring false notes in a film like even that scene you mentioned with uh, with ajay devgan where she just he gets convinced to give her the liquor business on yeah. a right she doesn't even say something great or anything yeah. he just gets yeah. convinced and he does it so these transitions in personality in motivation in um, you know in these beats of a narrative happen so conveniently but it's only alia's performance that really keeps it ticking like i i mean somehow she pulls through like at the tendulkar analogy is spot on because that's pretty much what he did through the 90s uh, and, and and that's pretty much what alia does throughout this film because the film is so obviously flawed with a lot of fundamental uh, you know very lazy writing and fundamental sort of just um, flaws in technique and and her performance somehow you know distracts us from what is what would have really stood out like a sore thumb if it was in the hands of a lesser actress or a, a lesser um, you know a lesser crafts person for that matter yeah absolutely and uh, it's <clears throat> it's uh, it's it's just i mean you know and and, and that's when you realize that uh, i mean this is i mean such an obvious thing that it doesn't need any realization but you know sometimes we just uh, uh, think of a good performance uh say as given or like say irfan or or <clears throat> many many other great actors and mm-hmm. you think that ha huh? but like when you 
and and with irfan like so many of his great performance also come came in great films uh, so uh, so perhaps we did not got to appreciate them even more or 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 maybe who knows if he would have been in a film where in the film itself was <clears throat> say fairly uh, uh, obviously sloppy and all of that and and if there have been times where irfan has sunk with sloppy films as well uh, you know i mean uh, there could be many reasons for that but but <clears throat> which is why uh, this example of i mean alia and dangubai is, is so so striking and so illuminating because then you understand that i mean what a, and also because i mean if, if if you stretch this parallel not just to hollywood but also in foreign cinema i mean you can take daniel day lewis i mean i'm not comparing alia to daniel day lewis but uh, you can take any great performer more often than not i mean almost always i'll i'll venture on to say that those great performances that the world knows uh have been in great films have been in great films where you know everything is sorted from top to bottom everything every department every detail every whatever so it's just that great performance you see the greatness you admire the greatness and all of that and obviously that requires a lot of skill effort all those things obviously but uh, but when you see something like alia and gangubai when you can almost like it's almost a disembodied kind of an effect that like that there is an actor and there is a film you know at times like just uh, 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 functioning at two different registers or planes and and what not and and then you understand that you know you very subconsciously know that there are problems in this film heck you know that there are problems in this scene you yeah. know yet you think that i mean you know it, it it has just while watching the film and again i mean this is a point that i must say that mm-hmm. while while i was writing my review uh, and while i was commenting on alias performance and all of that i i told myself very specifically to be well uh, people will find it hard to believe whoever have uh, has read my review but i specifically told myself to be restrained and i thought i was restrained while writing the while writing the review there's something that i wanted to say uh, right in the in the review but i thought it would be too dramatic and all of that so i obviously did not write but i will say it now so in many scenes of gangubai you get the feeling of again watching vintage sachin in the 90s when you feel that like you know even if the position puts in 15 players on the offside if it is sachin's day and it used to be sachin's day he will fucking bisect that gap between cover and extra cover and it has to go for a boundary nobody can stop that scene was happening in this movie for me it was very bizarre i mean uh, i knew that you know no matter what how sloppy the writing is no matter what is happening that is unconvincing and all of that if alia is in her zone and it so often used to happen that she was in the zone well she was the fucking stadium it was great so i mean it's uh, <clears throat> i again it's these are not the kind of experiences that i think i even you are very very uh, familiar with as hindi film critics right i mean we saw we see all kinds of films obviously good bad and for all all kinds of reasons but i think uh, uh, this particular viewing experience or at least parts of it i just thought were just very remarkable yeah it's a, it's more tendulkar in india than uh, tendulkar for india than lara for west indies right because lara <laughs> for west indies would would suggest that the film is absolute trash and uh, <laughs> in the middle of the film we yeah, are the film is absolute trash let's be honest there are 
flickers of a robin singh here and there there are flickers of a jaruddin <laughs> so it's yeah so it's more that analogy than the other one and yeah that's very right like especially for critics like us who sort of struggle with you know having to correlate uh you know a performance to a film a film to uh, a story a story to you know a message things like that where we have to interrelate everything more or less in our head and more or less you know the performance and a film is a very conflicted relationship as we've mentioned earlier in this podcast it's just one of those things where you don't you where performance is always part of a film it's an element of a film here the performance is the film and you know it's so and that is something that is not necessarily a good thing all the time for the film but boy for the performance i will pay again and again you know it's it's one of those yeah. things where i do not mind watching those very flawed scenes like the like the especially the you know even the scene where she's sitting with the school principal and that journalist jim sarb is messing up the whole scene uh, yeah. uh, you know alia even in that scene the way she's addressing the principal the way she's cracking very sly jokes and then telling her kids uh from the you know from the red light area to sort of wait and and she'll sort everything out and come it's just one of those things where you know the scene is just not going to hit home but you don't mind her you know really talking into the air at this point and that is one of the things when you get as you said when you get alia in form in the moment uh nothing else matters and this is a author back role this is one of those rare uh one of those rare roles where uh you know you can be a historical figure as well as so many other things within that uh, particular genre and and it's just uh, and given that of course the obvious criticism is that it's very sanitized and it's very it's very bansaliesque in that way he chooses to see what he wants to see and he chooses to show us what what looks what might look good rather than what might sound good uh and and you know all that is more or less you know is par for the course with mainstream hindi cinema with mainstream cinema for that matter and but when you do have someone like alia play up play a role like this in a performance like this it all tends to sort of uh culminate in something like that it just doesn't it it more or less doesn't go beyond that because even i was wondering how to sort of given that i was in a rush to write the review i was wondering how to structure it and i just thought if even if i write like the whole review is basically alia's performance that would be a very apt indicator of what the film is because the more you yeah. write about a performance as an or an actor or uh, an aspect of a film the lesser you can say anything the lesser the film is worth writing about at the same time so that's that's you know something that is one of those rare instances where i learned a lot about you know my view of hindi cinema or my view of mainstream hindi cinema and my little hang ups when it comes to film criticism also absolutely i think we have discussed uh, covered almost everything but i i at least have one question uh that i want to ask you uh and 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 then you can sort of like you can either wrap it up or, or if you have something uh, to share we can talk about it so so this question so uh and this this is something i wanted to write in my review but i thought it will be very dishonest uh or at least like far out of my uh, reach so i did not Uh, so this whole thing about alia's gujarati accent now i, I asked this question because you are a gujarati you grew up in ahmedabad like you saw the film as well uh so you know it's like how it happens right i mean I, and you will relate to this part is that say i am from bihar right like and so now over the last 7 8 years or 10 years uh, there have been a lot of hinterland films including say like the trailblazing gangs of asapur to many many films and in those films i'm sure you get very subconsciously that ha this person 
is sounding authentically bihari or this person although you may not have heard many people talk uh, in that lingo or you may not have lived in that part of the country at all uh, actually but there is there is this gut feeling realism that that is almost i mean that no matter even if you get like somebody say i don't know from hong kong or whatever i mean maybe they'll be off more off than an indian viewer but there is this some sense of authenticity uh, authenticity which is something that feels right it's just so gut level which is what is beautiful and infuriating about cinema uh, that uh, you know so i mean many people uh, uh, over, over the last decade uh, don't point uh, don't object at like <clears throat> you know certain kinds of depictions if they are done uh, uh, if they are out of their comfort zone but it feels right to them and more often than not they are done well because well otherwise i mean india is a diverse country and all of that some critic or the other would point that out that you know whatever so in this case i i mean uh, although obviously uh, i have not lived in gujarat but i just happened to live around a lot of gujarati families and all of that and bachpan se i mean maybe it was a subconscious thing maybe it was one of those uh, k uh, yeah. not the korean but the literal k dramas of ekta yeah. kapoor where uh, you know it's a mis- mishmash of like the the kind of real people you hear and the kind of people you hear on tv and another thing and i've always been very fascinated by like you know every language every dialect every whatever it has its distinct tenor it has a distinct rhythm actually more than tenor also uh, and gujarati i've often i mean uh, notice or remembered i could be wrong but while there that in many uh, regional languages uh, sometimes uh, sentences if they are yeah. they either trail off or they whatever in gujarati it doesn't trail off but it dips that mm. like with either a ha huh or something you know it's 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 just or at least that's what i remember mm. uh, i think all those things were there and just so done so well and i asked this uh, as somebody uh, who i just said that is not very familiar with gujarati and all of that now i see uh, i saw anushka's performance in jabhari mitse jala an actor i really like you don't but she was just so off man she was just terribly off in jabari met sejil and again as a as a non gujarati also i could get it that it is just so stereotypical filmic gujarati uh, that i could have fucking done that like you know uh, where you just distort certain sort of like uh, very basically make english uh, you basically bastardize english or you just make it like very obviously dumb for the lack of a better word but that's not how people communicate they don't communicate to sound dumb they communicate to sound authentic in the most well authentic way possible so so anyway so all those things aside i mean uh, that was my analysis uh, mm. i was very taken in by i thought she did not do it, overdo it and all of that but how did you feel that and uh, uh, if you can just talk about anushka's or anything that comes to your mind about gujarati uh as such i think it it just be i think interesting to me at least for sure yeah so it's actually with alia's performance in gangubai i really you know it stopped mattering to me what sort of culture she was representing or who she was playing because as you said you know i feel like accents in particular in india like first of all the gujarati accent that is supposed to be in gangubai katewadi is a very different gujarati accent from the ones you hear in amdabad or the ones you hear maybe anushka try to ape because this is a katewadi accent and that's south of gujarat and that's basically a more rustic a more traditional mm. a more very difficult sort of thing to pull off like it's it's mm. like almost a kachhi rajasthani version of gujarati so it's mm. one of those things where 
you know it's more about the pitch of the 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 pitch of the performance than the actual authenticity of it uh, and mm. i think that is where alia really scores because you know those little the body language for example or the the little quirks the the, the arrogance of her uh, of the way she behaves the i mean it's a very subtle kind of arrogance that only gujaratis are capable of you know it, it's 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 not misguided the confidence in her hands it's there mm. reason so you can believe when she decides that this is what i'm going to do this is how great i am because it is a cultural sort of quirk and it's the body language of it all like it's I, and i you know i honestly feel like accents aren't a big deal they should not be a big deal sure if someone pulls off a bhra or a you know a malayali accent or or something or north indian accent for that matter well well and good if it informs the film if the film is realistic and it's based in that particular milieu and that is what the filmmaker is known for and the story depends on that sure well and good but you know like ridley scott said lately also right like very recently said after house mm. of gucci and last duel two films of his that released last year and two films where accents went for a toss like there mm. were hollywood characters playing italians in house of gucci speaking in an italian english accent and there were there was the frenchness of uh, last duel that was absolutely converted into english so and he said that just shut the fuck up and enjoy the movie you know the accents will fade mm. away it doesn't matter so <clears throat> that's what bansali is that kind of filmmaker too like if you can draw a parallel to the kind of very obvious sort of uh, you know blockbuster filmmaking ridley scott has done his fair share and it's the same for bansali so you know the accents like for example in ramlila the accents are very exaggerated like dipika and ranveer and supriya patak who was actually quite lauded for her performance there uh, they get the entire sort of uh, the sing song manner in with that particular region of gujarat speaks and again it was katewadi also so it it mm. was like, Yeah, and and same for amdil de chuke sanam right like just putting in a few gujarati words like alia does put in a few gujarati words here uh, like almost as afterthoughts on a phone call or in a scene or something or when she's counting money that ek betran char and what uh, she's counting notes basically so mm. those little things are always there those things bollywood filmmakers or hindi filmmakers feel like they have almost an obligation to do but then it depends on the actor about how you're going to first of all you know you can't pull off an authentic accent but then how you're going to make the audience forget that it's about the accent that is what's more important right and that's what bansali has done in namdil de chuke sanam or in devdas where there's no not even a trace of bengali and in you know in in whatever like in a lot of films after that in ramlila with and you know i i wasn't a big fan of ramlila but i was very i was actually quite pleased with the way they just threw the whole gujaratiness to the wayside and decided to embrace that very odd mix of filminess and you know and regionality at the same time so that's why when you see someone like anushka sort of try to ape the gujarati accent in something like jab hari met sejal first of all she is playing a urban character from you know a gujarat city uh, or a you know gujarati uh, sort of locality in mumbai for that matter so so you know it there's no real point of doing something like that you know you can actually speak in regular hindi like someone like i do, uh, do or someone exactly. like tanya yeah. malhotra does in photograph for that matter she <clears throat> is uh, belonging yeah. to a gujarati vilepalle family and they have the most strongest gujarati accents more than the people in gujarat too but she didn't really focus on that did she she focused on how you know how sort of suppressed 
a particular daughter in a particular conservative Gujarati family in Mumbai can be and how sort of soft-spoken and how diminutive she can be at the same time. So that is what I took away and that's how I correlated it to the Gujarati sort of uh, way of uh, representing uh, Gujarati in films. And, and that's what even Alia does here. You know, I forgot it was about a Katewadi woman in the end. Mm. And that's what matters, right? It wasn't really about where she came from uh, specifically. It was about the fact that she came from a well-to-do family with a, a father as a barrister. And she came to Mumbai and got into the uh, and got into sex trade. So it, it, the Katewadi thing is more was more of an afterthought. And I just liked that she decided to show that, you know, uh, the she decided to showcase the Gujarati sort of arrogance rather than, you know, being very authentic and careful about the accent. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's, uh, it's it's a very interesting point that you make. And I remembered this question because <clears throat> I was, uh, like, I think in the start of the film, I was kind of following the cadences of her dialogues and all of that. But I think that feeling very quickly faded away. But I remember being very, very impressed by uh, whatever quote-unquote authentic Gujarati I thought uh, she was uh, she was dealing with. Because uh, I, for some reason, I, I get very uh, uh, annoyed, especially because, I mean, from where I come from, because for the first 20 years yeah. of my life, I've only seen, you know, Bihari characters being portrayed as just dumb fucks and dumb fucks because of their weird linguistic either deficiency or uncoolness or you know uh, the misfitness of of the whole thing so i mean that annoys me no end uh, although that has really i mean reduced a lot uh, over the last decade which is which is yeah. great because at least there has been some progress somewhere so i thought that uh, i i would check that with you so yeah i mean uh, i think that's it from me if you have anything else in your mind maybe we can talk about it or if not i think we can wrap it up yeah, it's a fairly extensive sort of nice little summary. And and yeah, it, uh, and that's about the accent. One last point is that, you know, a lot of filmmakers in the way they represent certain characters from other regions of India that are not Bombay, basically, or mm. that are not Delhi for that matter, you know. Uh, a lot of filmmakers and writers tend to mistake uh, linguistic differences for intellectual differences yeah right? yeah like that's how they then present the characters a little more special in a way when yeah. they come from another region or when they speak a broken when they speak broken english for that matter or when yeah. they try to communicate in broken hindi when a south uh, character from the south tries to do exactly that. and and that's the thing right like filmmakers need to understand storytellers need to understand that these people are equally intellectually uh, sort of equipped, emotionally equipped in their own languages. Just because they are speaking from our perspective, from our gaze, and trying to uh, trying to basically speak in a language that is not theirs, we tend to mistake them as dumber or smarter. And that a lot of filmmakers, it shows through the filmmaking or through the acting also for that matter. The way actors speak broken English, the way a lot of Bombay sort of uh, uh, people, like Bombay actors, like, you know, uh, so many of them struggle to really sound very convincing as small town characters or as uh, characters who don't know the language well enough. And they always uh, come across more as dumb than, you know, uh, someone who's struggling with a language. And that that's, you know, that's something that 
get so complicated and murky when it comes to uh, representing an accent or a region or a culture on screen and that's why i feel like it's the you know the lesser complicated sometimes the better it is like especially in a bansali film you can afford to uh, throw the accent by the wayside because there's so many other things to take away from it it's just the it's just the characters from a region so you name the film after that character so and and that's what you know i've come to learn over the years that you know uh, sure you know some accents that hit home very good uh, and you know it's very nice when that happens but uh, but i'm not a stickler for someone getting the gujarati accent on point or someone getting the maharashtra twang on point it's fine mm. like as long as you sort of pull off the performance and uh, you know pull off a certain sort of milieu uh it, through your performance through your body I, i i feel like it's more than enough but yeah that that's pretty much it from me uh, and um, i i'm guessing you have nothing else to cover because i think we spent yeah. a good part talking about alia only uh, <laughs> yeah 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 i think uh, i think I'm, i'm i'm good as well i think we covered almost everything that uh, at least uh, we had in our minds yeah so yeah so for those who haven't watched uh, gangubai katewadi do go and watch it and uh, do send us your thoughts write to us if you have any feedback at thakur tanulagmail.com rahul no less at gmail.com uh, and uh, yeah do read our reviews uh, tanul thakur on the wire and uh, mine on film companion and uh, um, do join us next time whenever we are back to talk about uh, a new film or a series and till then uh, thanks for joining us and uh, see you soon